Hello and welcome back to the Outside of Us podcast. This is a global news podcast by students for students. I'm your host, Gularano, and today I'm excited to be joined by my co-host, Sarah Grace, to discuss global trade and something I'm sure we all saw in the news for a few weeks, the cargo ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal. We really wanted to do this episode because, like all events that make major headlines, each source never tells the full story. We had a lot of questions ourselves that remained unanswered about the ever-given cargo ship, and we hope to clear up any questions you may have, as well as the situation that unfolded. In order to better understand the specific series of events at the Suez Canal and why they were such a big deal, it is important to understand global trade routes. Today, over 90% of all products made and sold globally are transported by ship, according to Velta International Freight Management. This makes transportation over water a crucial part of the supply chain. According to the International Chamber of Shipping, some 11 billion tons of goods are transported by ship each year. This represents an impressive 1.5 tons per person based on current global population. Furthermore, as of 2019, the total value of the annual world shipping trade has reached more than 14 trillion US dollars. There is no doubt that shipping is a large and crucial industry for the global economy. Without shipping, countries would not be able to receive the raw materials that they need in order to develop their economies. Shipping is able to transport large amounts of goods with minimal cost and with a low environmental impact. This type of transportation of goods can take great lengths of time, as in the past, ships have had to travel around large continents such as Africa or South America, which can take weeks. In order to increase the efficiency of global trade, two major canals were created to eliminate the need for ships to travel all the way around these continents. The creation of these canals has had a vital role in increasing efficiency and decreasing the cost of the transportation of goods. The Panama Canal was opened in August of 1914. It connects the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean and connects more than 144 of the world's trade routes. This canal reduces the route of ships from 3,000 miles around the southern tip of South America to just 48 miles through Panama. 14,000 ships passed through the canal each year. The canal has both commercial and military importance. And now for the canal that we've all heard so much about, the Suez Canal. This canal was opened in November of 1969. It connects the Mediterranean Sea to the Red Sea through Egypt, eliminating the 4,300 mile trip around the base of Africa. The canal itself is 120 miles and, according to Velta, is one of the world's most heavily used shipping lanes. More than 18,500 ships travel through the canal each year, which is about 52 ships per day. The Suez Canal has quite an interesting history. According to the History Channel, a series of canals connecting the Nile to the Red Sea were used early as 2,000 years ago. Great Britain used a series of trade routes over land and sea to connect to their colonies once located in present-day India and Pakistan. Despite the interest in a single canal connecting the Mediterranean and the Red Sea, one was never constructed prior to the 1850s due to the potential varying altitudes of each body of water. In the 1830s, a series of discussions of a potential canal began thanks to the works of Lenant de Bellefonds, a French explorer and engineer. The History 
Channel writes that Belafonte performed a survey of the Isthmus of the Suez and confirmed that the Mediterranean and Red Seas were, contrary to popular belief, at the same level of altitude. Construction plans became more simplified and realistic once it was determined that a lock system would not be necessary. The Suez Canal Company was founded to start a construction on the canal with permission from the Ottoman Empire and was given a 99-year lease over the water and surrounding area. 1.5 million people worked on this 10-year project leading up to its opening in 1869. This route between the Mediterranean and the Red Sea has been an essential trade route since ancient times, and the canal serves to further increase productivity and is still a major component of global trade routes. The first major crisis around this canal, called the Suez Crisis, took place in 1956 when British, French, and Israeli troops descended on the area during the Cold War after Nassar, the Egyptian leader funded by the Soviets, ordered the Suez Canal seized and nationalized and blocked the passage of Israeli ships. The canal was important to Europe because it was a valuable waterway that controlled two-thirds of the oil used by Europe, according to the History Channel. The Soviets threatened nuclear warfare on Western Europe if the British and French forces would not leave. As a result, the United Nations sent a peacekeeping force to end the conflict before a nuclear war was reached. This scenario goes to support the importance of the Suez Canal. Countries are willing to go to war over the ability to use it. The importance of this canal extends far beyond simply connecting two bodies of water. It allows for the transport of essential resources throughout the world, which is why it was such an issue when Evergreen's cargo ship blocked the canal. Now let's take a second to talk about the name of the ship. On the news, you've probably heard both the name Evergreen and Ever Given. The name of the company that owns the cargo ship is Evergreen. The name of the specific ship is Ever Given, despite that Evergreen is painted on the side of the ship. On Tuesday, March 23rd of 2021, the Ever Given cargo ship traveling from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean became stuck about 3.7 miles north of the canal's southern entrance. The ship was 220,000 tons and 400 meters long and is one of the largest container ships in the world. It is comparable to the size of the Empire State Building. So the question is, how did a ship of this scale find itself wedged between the walls of the Suez Canal? The Guardian writes that the Suez Canal Authority said that Ever Given had lost its ability to steer amid high winds and a dust storm. Egyptian forecasters said high winds and a sandstorm hit the area on Tuesday, with winds gusting as much as 31 miles per hour. In an interview with MSN, Lieutenant General Osama Raibi, head of the Suez Canal Authority, stated, Such grave accidents may not be caused by a single factor. Part of it could be wind, another part could be the human element, and another part could be technical. All of these factors will become apparent under the ongoing investigation. Vessels usually traveled down the Suez Canal in groups. None of the other ships behind the Ever Given also ran aground, despite experiencing the same conditions. This points to the possibility that other factors such as human error were most likely involved in the series of events that led to the Ever Given becoming stuck. The Guardian notes that 28% of ships that pass through the canal are cargo ships, similar to the Ever Given. Despite this, in recent times, no other ships have become stuck. As of now, 
The cause of the ship's ill position is credited to high winds and a dust storm. Upon further investigation in the coming weeks, it will be interesting to see if any other discoveries are made relating to the matter. The method used to free the Ever Given consisted of tugboats, dredgers, and excavators. On Sunday, March 28th, the ship's stern moved 330 feet from the western bank and was finally freed. A reported 27,000 cubic meters of sand were removed in order to help free the Ever Given. Other methods, such as attaching large cables to the ship, were not used for fear of harming or even capsizing the ship. On March 29th, a very high tide caused by the full moon allowed for the Ever Given to become fully unwatched from the bank of Central Canal. The delay of 10% of the world's trade and 2.5% of the world's oil each day does not come without consequence. During the time the Ever Given was stuck for, the passage of at least 360 ships through the Suez Canal was delayed, and an estimated 9 billion in global trade was delayed each day until the ship was dislodged. It is also estimated that around $400 million an hour were delayed. MSN notes that dozens of vessels traveled an alternate route around the Cape of Good Hope at Africa's southern tip. The 3,100-mile detour added an additional two weeks to vessels' travel time and cost hundreds of thousands of dollars in fuel and other expenses. Ships that decided to take that route now have the threat of pirates in dangerous waters to face. The Ever Given is not the only boat that has found itself stuck in the Suez Canal. In 2017, according to The Guardian, a Japanese ship became stuck but was refloated within hours. However, the Ever Given was stuck for quite a longer period than the Japanese ship was and disrupted trade on a much greater level. With all this said, it is crazy to see how such a large part of the global economy relies on about 170 miles of canal. Global trade is heavily dependent on both the Panama and Suez Canal, and the results are quite large and impactful when one of these routes becomes unavailable. Whether countries nearly enter nuclear war over the canal or delay 9 billion per day, Suez Canal proves to be one of the most essential tools to keep global trade running smoothly and efficiently. We've started the conversation, but we want to hear about what you have to say. If you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, contact us. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Our Instagram handle is Outside of Us Podcast, and our TikTok is just at Outside of Us. You can also reach out to us through email. Our email is Outside of Us Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to the Outside of Us Podcast. You can look forward to hearing from us again next week on Monday. Goodbye.